I'm Stephen Adams. This is down to Doug. I'm I'm miffed and peeved. That's not the words. What do I say? Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm about to dunk. I'm not miffed and peeved. Hello, I'm Alex Sabrinas. I'm not miffed and peeved. I'm down to dunk. I'm Stephen Adams. I'm not miffed and peeved. I am down to dunk. Yo, this PG and I'm down to dunk. Find us on CLNS Media, DailyThunder.com, Dash Radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. You can also watch us on the Friday pod tripod. This is Jake with Taylor Dickerson in person. Wow. Three boys are back in town. Three boys are back in town. <laughs> Slam through. Uh, it's so great to have you in person. And to be here, having the best Andrew. coffee in my Slam week. Through. Oh, I went backwards. You that did. was my fault. Jay, I could tell that at first you were really committed to it, and yeah. then you, about you halfway just, through, you jump ship I real told, fast. I told Luke I was going to try to do his intro, man. Yeah. I just don't. Here's the other thing is I always feel, I mean, that's he gets loud. He gets loud. He gets loud. It's hey. True. Raptors are up two to one. No Kevin Durant tonight. I know. And maybe a hobbled clay? And maybe no clay. Who knows? Supposedly, I thought I read that he's in. No, it's not fine. I don't know. Everybody just assumed. Andrew's been off the grid. I'm seriously kind of been off the grid. Everybody just assumed that they kind of punted game three. So that they could be at full health on four. Oh, Didn't you sure. hear that? Didn't yeah. you hear Windhorse say Give that? Me Ian Lowe said break. that. Yes. I mean, when they were so clearly trying to win that game. It's and, the finals. It's the finals. That's it's so stupid. It's the finals. You were. You don't punt games in the finals. Give right. me a break. Like I understand, like there's some strategy behind it, but like you're not punting a game in the finals. If you can play your guys, you play your guys. You got to win those games. Do you think with Kevin and Clay injured and Kevon Looney injured, all those guys injured? Yeah. They wouldn't have liked to have win, like won that game and been up two one with another home game and right. some of their players back. I mean, the difference. I mean, they would lose both these games, which is possible. Like, and they weren't saving Kevin Durant. Like, Kevin Durant's not ready to play. Three one with two games in Toronto. Yeah, that's a little less than ideal. It's, Let alone the fact that there's an assumption that either they're making, and maybe they know that they're the ones that see him. They are the ones that have trainers that are working with him. Mm-hmm. And maybe the reason they're holding him out as long as this is is for him to come back at full strength versus – and you just don't know. Like you cannot simulate game mode. Like he's scrimmaging no. with managers and trainers. Right. Like that's not playing against Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam and all these different players where it's like they're even if he comes back in game five – and if, which I think there's a legitimate chance Toronto's up 3-1 after tonight. It's very possible. Toronto's, Toronto's a great team. They you are. You shouldn't have to say it because they are in the NBA Finals. And they have beaten really good teams to get here. Yes. They beat the Sixers. That's a good team. The Magic. They beat the Magic. Hey, great team. And the Magic were gritty. <laughs> they were. They were a really good defense. But here's it. So, so they beat I, the Bucks. Like, they beat those teams. Like, you should not be underestimating They came back. Them. Yeah, the Bucks. this is not this is not the Cleveland Cavaliers that are just like you know struggling LeBron to get to the and finals a, anymore. 
the island of misfit toys. Right. So, such so so. Let me pause and, and think of something else that's in my brain at this moment. So, let us guess what it is. Uh, watermelons. What are you talking about? Watermelons. I know there are Seedless. a lot of people that have been not down, but just have been like, you know, it's kind of been a weird finals. I have loved every minute of it. Yeah, it has been like a breath of fresh air. It's for been, it not to be Cleveland number one, right? For it to be competitive number two, mm-hmm. for the Warriors to actually have adversity number three. Like all of these things have made it to where it's the most fun I've had watching the finals. I think since the Warriors, well, since the Cavs won in Game, you know, seven. Yeah. Uh, it's it's been great, ago. but also like the most terrifying scenario looms. I know Kevin Durant comes back in Game Five, and they went three straight. Yeah. And- it's just it's very it's very scary. I'm very scared of it. I'm scared of it, but I, at the same time, like in the moment, like I'm just like God, I want the Raptors to win this so badly. Three one with a, I, I don't know, man. It's going to be really hard for the Warriors. Like they can do it. They're the most talent sure. assembled in one team. Ever. Also, like, Kawhi hadn't had a crazy game yet. No, and that's also, on purpose. Kawhi's been injured this, like, whole time. For the past two rounds, Kawhi's he's still just going injured. 30 every Van Vliet's hurt. Lowry's hurt. You can't tell. Van Fleet is incredible. Dude, he's a gamer. I love him. The boy's a gamer. He's no DJ Augustine. I but. feel like every game he hits some shot that you're like, wow, what? Two of uh, those yeah. games... He made two huge shots. Game one, he hit that shot yeah. that he's just throwing up at the end of the shot clock that went in, and then... Whatever that three was, it was just like a rainbow. It was definitely a travel, too. Awesome. The uh, travel was on Kawhi, right? Was yeah, the he travel, traveled and yeah. passed it out yeah. to, to Van Fleet. So here's the thing. <coughs> the Warriors will have, without a doubt, the most talent on the floor. If Durant, Clay come back, maybe Kevon Looney. I'm not sure that really swings it that much, but he's yeah. way, at this point, better than the version of Boogie they have right now. At least Quinn Cook and Alfonso McKinney aren't closing right. games for them in the finals. But I think the thing that we have to look at with the Raptors is I think the Raptors have assembled kind of the ideal what the Thunder wanted to be. Yeah. Right? So they're super long. They've got guys that can defend mm-hmm. across. The, and they and, and Lowe talked about this with uh, Chris Herring is – Herring's awesome. Yeah, they're great. That's a good pod. So they, uh, which I used to, another tangent, I used to love the Brian Windhorst. I didn't know that these post-game pods he's doing, like the Mm -hmm. first voice I heard was Kendrick Perkins, and I was like, delete. uh." Dude, Perk is so bad. I know. He's on like everything now. I know. I don't know what happened. His agent is killing it right now. Well, maybe killing his potential career (laughs) because I just don't think he's very good. They keep going to that well, though. So anyway, are they just all? Everybody's going in on that Boston Celtics team, like Rondo, Paul Pierce, pooping his pants, Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> Can we talk about? It's on our. It's a. We got a TQ about it. Okay, we'll get we'll, there. Baby. We'll get there. PP pissed me off, but anyway. So a little teaser. All, all this to say, so Lowe said that the thing the Raptors haven't done all season is uh, match basically like their version of the death lineup with Pascal at the five. Yeah, and he said, I wonder if that's going to come when. They go with the Hamptons five, which is the worst. God, just, just stab me in the heart. I know. So uh, I don't know, man. I think it's people are there's a, a kind of media feeling that it's like, well, once the Warriors get healthy, it's really yeah, be the, over. It really feels like the media want the Warriors to win. I don't. It, it understand does. I don't know. It is odd. They keep giving them like. Here, here's the thing. Do you not have? We've talked about this. Do they not have depth? 
No, they don't. Why don't they have depth? Because they had four all-stars on their Five. team. Five. Five. Yeah. If you Boogie count. Being if you count Boogie. And they signed to Marcus Cousins. Yeah. Yeah. And then and so then Kevin Durant goes out, and a lot of people are like, well, think about it. Are they good? Yeah. But when the best player on your team, it's like, yeah, but the best player on their team is not like 2011 if, the, if Dirk got hurt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or even for the Raptors, you can't if compare. Kawhi got hurt, you can't it's compare. not the same. No. There, there is no. It'd be comp. like it'd be no. like if the Bulls had Shaq. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> if Jordan got hurt, oh man, they don't have guess their best all we player. Ha- guess all we have now is Shaq and Scottie Pippen. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's and Dennis Rodman. It's very much like that. Yeah, because it's like oh, Kevin Durant got hurt. Oh man, now all we have is Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. What are we gonna do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just give me a break. Like everybody, stop feeling sorry for the Warriors. Stop it because this happened to them over and over and over again. On the other side, Chris Paul gets hurt. Game six, game seven. Oh, that's really convenient, dude. Years, it, even before. I mean, Kyrie, Kevin Love get hurt. Great. Yep. Kawhi Leonard goes down in game one. Mm-hmm. You know, like don't feel sorry for them. It ha- it is not only has their roster been in their favor this whole time, but the injury stuff has been in their favor. Almost every single year. And so, like, here's your turn. When you go on a run that's five years like this. I mean, the, their bodies have been beaten yeah, to death. It's not going to work. The only person on their team that's healthy, apparently, is Draymond. Because even Steph had, like, a some sort of... And maybe they just create excuses, like, oh, Steph just didn't look right. Steph Which gives, is, people just hand out excuses. Oh I know. Steph. It All is wild, isn't it's it? So it's so like, weird. Man, Steph's a step slow. Probably that ankle is bothering him. Right. Like, that was every single finals that he didn't win yeah. the MVP of. Like, I know. Oh, he's, he's hobbled up. I don't know if they're going to do it. Steph's it's hurt. because he's so likable and mm-hmm. it's just so nice and so if it like, wasn't genuine. For, if it wasn't for Draymond Green and now the whole Kevin Durant thing, I'd still like Steph, but I hate him now. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate him. Did you guys read that Ramona Shelburne piece on Draymond the other day? Nope. No. Started to make me. Li- it made me like a piece of Draymond. Green. See, here, here's what hurts so bad in my heart is that like Draymond has matured. Yeah, and I've said in my head at least three times, Russell Westbrook needs to maybe do Dude. what Draymond Green is doing Dude, and this- like maturing and not doing all this stupid crap. So basically, Ramona Shelburne's talking about how Draymond had a a breakthrough moment, yeah. like a very real growing up breakthrough moment where everything was a little more clear to him. And that and that's real. This isn't a fake thing. Um, and w- after I was done reading it, I was Did like, she, when was that? Did you say what it was? Three days, three, four. Yeah, it was, it was in February, March or something like so that. So this year. Yeah, this year. Yes. It's been a lot of like building up things, but then kind of a couple months ago, everything just seemed to make sense to him about whatever. And it's this. I thought the same thing. I'm like, when will Russ have his breakthrough? If Russ moment? has the breakthrough moment, like it could yeah. be huge. It, it Honestly, been, it would be huge. It should have been this Portland series. It'd be huge for the Thunder. That's what it should he, be. So he did an interview with uh, on the jump with Rachel Nichols. Russ did or Draymond? Did? Draymond did okay. and talked about it. And he's like, I just realized, like, I can't, I can't argue with the refs. I can't do all these things. I'm hurting my team. Dude, you know <clears throat> you know what he's he changed. Said? He's changed. He said it was like a diet and he went on the most strict diet he's ever gone on. Yeah. And he stuck to it and he got the results he wanted really quickly and it something clicked in his head that was like if I can control that, he's like, "Oh, I can control 
a lot of things that <laughs> involve me. Like I can control my emotions. I can see when my emotions cause harm, you know, not you know, doesn't give me energy or, or yeah. an advantage. And like Sam Presti's like hinted at that. Like the emotional yeah. team yeah. is beatable. Yep. Yeah. Like you can beat the emotional team. What is it? Emotion versus inspira- inspired insanity. Said? <laughs> yeah. Something yeah. So if you I know a lot of people didn't watch the Portland series because it was kind of a throwaway series with yeah. the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I did not watch that at all. Without a question, Draymond Green was the best player on the floor. He's the entire very, series. He's, very he's the good. key, man. Dude, he he is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. And he he drives that team. Like yep. the amount of times that he gets the, he got the rebound, so Portland would start making a run, they'd be up a little bit. He would get the ball off a rebound and just push. And he would just initiate the offense. Watching that was the first time like I really watched and said, My God, is he fantastic. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And it's awesome because he's going to demand a Supermax when he wins Defensive Player of the Year next year. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing because that's another thing that's going to he could, punch the words. If he wants to. He'll win he, it. Yeah. He's in the be- he looks like he's in the best shape he's been in since ever. like he was early, since the Warriors were really coming on. Yeah. I remember like – and there's something different about that Steph – the combination of Steph, a healthy Draymond, and Clay together, those three together. There's just something so like uh, – uh, Powerful. They're so powerful. They're a holy pure. trinity of basketball. So <laughs> McKelly says it. He says it's the best brand of basketball. It's the best. It is. It's the most beautiful yeah. version of and basketball. Kevin Durant completely ruins it. They're all three uniquely wired for their specific role on a team. Like Because Clay is, truthfully, Clay is pretty offensively limited. Right? Like, he's not, he does, he's not going to, he's not going to. As far as, like, creation. Yeah, goes. creation. Yeah. He's in one of the top three shooters of all time. Yeah. He is an incredible defender, and you saw that directly related to the fact that the Raptors could literally do whatever they wanted uh, mm-hmm. on Wednesday night. Uh, but he is the perfect piece to fit with Steph Curry yeah, and Draymond Green. You wonder how you'd feel about him if they did make the Kevin yeah. Love for Clay Thompson trade that was rumored back in the day. Yeah, and he's out if in he's, Minnesota or whatever. If he's on Minnesota, like the best player in Minnesota, and you're like, yeah, he's good, like... He's a he's a top five, maybe top seven shooting guard in the league. Yeah, you know, it's like, the same thing he, for Draymond. Though, and you don't too. know. Uh, yeah, if Draymond exact doesn't have thing, this yeah. exact spot, does, is he the guy that he is? Like it, if Draymond plays for the Hornets. Yeah. Oh yeah, like, I don't know if he's still in the NBA. <laughs> they need truthfully, like, like I don't no, know. He's in the NBA, but nobody cares about him. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's, he's just like this kind of wacky guy that. Or if you know, Mark Jackson was still their coach. He's a great defender. You know, I mean, yeah. They're they're all I know Kerr gets a lot of, nobody gives Kerr the credit he probably deserves. But a lot of what they do is is because he kind of has coached them in a specific way. Yeah. And they also have a leader who's willing and, and this is it. Like Steph is the the guy. Like the, he has he plays the perfect role. He's the perfect personality to create this brand of basketball. Yeah. To where he's like, I will do whatever the team needs me to do. I'll move without the ball. Set I'll set screens. screens. I'll get out of the way. But Russ could do all of that. He's still not. <sighs> he, Steph Curry's the best shooter in the history of basketball. Yeah. Yeah, but he still does. The he still does stuff. all those things. But it's you could have well, Russ doing funny all those is like and he's not going to be knocking down threes at the rate that Curry yeah. does. He, right. He doesn't have the levity out there. No. Mm-hmm. And the the same type of. Like mentality that Steph has is like the opposite for a guy even like James Harden, where mm-hmm. like there's tor- turmoil in Houston, and part of it is the play style. Part of it is 
he has to have the ball in his hands all the time. And it, the offense is James Harden doing his thing, creating. You're going to stand. You're not going to move. You're going to stand in the corner. You're going to wait for me. And Chris Man, Paul so hated it. He hated it, and it and it finally made it to right, the and it's bubbled up, and somehow D'Antoni's getting the blame, and like everybody's on the trade block, like that that type of play. I just I don't think it's obviously sustainable for a group for a really long time. So let me ask this question, Taylor. Maybe you can jump in on this one. So is could another All Star? I think in theory people would welcome to add a guy like Kevin Durant. How you sit, you know, like, in hmm. theory, but hold on, wait, would, so, if you I were running a basketball teams, franchise, would you want? <laughs> in theory, James Harden would love to have a team with four all-stars. In theory. Yeah. In theory. But, but would he be willing, in a way, Steph Curry literally back-to-back MVPs, best player in the league, people yep. were having that conversation. LeBron, you know, is always there. Yeah. Back to back MVP, playing at a level in which we've never seen unanimous a MVP. Play. Unanimous. Yeah. To add another player, how many of these all stars have the ego that would allow to share the spotlight and basically take a back seat for the sake of the team? I don't think James Harden can do it. No. Kevin Durant has done it for a certain amount of time, and he's like, I'm done. Yeah, but how. Ha- Every indication, like, he's done. I think being the guy to go join a team is different vibe than, like, being the guy that is the team and has to be, like, all of a sudden, like, hey, I'll step to the side so this guy can get his. Yeah. You know, but like, still, like, if you're Kevin, like, you didn't get all of yours. I yeah. think, like, LeBron plainly can't do it very well. No, but I think it should. But Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh did it a lot, especially Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh, when they made that Heat team, Chris Bosh was a big star. Chris yeah. Bosh was like the... I hate that Chris Bosh is like done. I know. I hate it. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, because when he they the left per- he was and the it was perfect. his team... Yeah. He was the modern... They were going to be good. He was what man. you wanted out of a Ford. Dude. Well, and I, I think that stars have shown that they can do it for a period of time. Or they can do it at the end of their prime, mm-hmm. like the Celtics, where they had Paul Pierce and KG and those guys doing it at the end of their prime. But like... In the middle of your prime, like how willing are you to sacrifice your individual accolades, your stats? Like how long are you willing to do that? Well, yeah, it, it becomes a question because like it, everything says that Kevin should just stay with Golden State. Most money, better team, better teammates, better coach, better ownership group. He's not going to win more championships. Better city. Else. Yeah, you could win seven, or eight titles. You could you could be the guy, and everyone thinks that you're the best player on that team. Like you have no reason to be unhappy. But like they, they zero. don't zero. But except for the individual stuff and the, what people say on TV mm-hmm. and what people say on the podcasts and what people write, all that ego stuff well, what's, is is gets in the way, and it, I think it's only sustainable for a certain amount of time. What's funny is saying that, like, as you're saying all these things about, you know, can superstars share the spotlight yeah for anybody that knows anything about what happened in the james harden trade and what led up to the james harden trade not that i'm trying to live back to 2000 whenever that was Mm -hmm. 13 12 all of that 
was a direct reflection of that exact question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As, no as much as it's about, everybody wants to frame it like it's about money and that Harden wanted to stay here forever. Anybody that really knows anything will tell you that there was, at least under the surface, something coming about sharing the spotlight. Yeah. Harden wants to be what he is, which I get, man. And I having, absolutely And get. having the ball in your hands, it's different. Like, the Golden State Warriors are different than everybody because you have Clay Thompson who doesn't need the ball. You have Steph Curry who's willing to play without the ball. And you have Draymond Green who does need the ball, but he doesn't need shots. Yep. And so, like, there was room to add another guy in yep. because of that. And you you did have to take away from everybody around there, but it was to be absolutely unbeatable, to just have the the certainty right. of your future just completely there. Uh, but if you have Russ and James and Kevin, like all guys that need the ball, like eventually, like that was not that's that was three that gigantic was, usage. That guys. was not going to yes. be a sustainable model and three for a huge team. ego guys but, too. Like not yeah. How many? I mean, even Kevin Durant, who's thought of well, at least back then was thought of as more of the gentle spirit, or like he gives up more of his superstar. He wanted, to, he wanted his nickname to be the servant for crying out loud. Yeah. I can't believe he didn't want. Uh, what did he know? Slim Reaper. Slim Reaper. It's like the coolest name ever. He, it's because he's not cool. Yeah, he's really not. <laughs> the servant. Take that, Kevin. He's not. He's not cool. The servant is a direct. It's directly from when he was hanging out with uh, what's his name? Oh, Carl Lentz. Carl yeah, Lentz. Carl yeah. Lentz. <laughs> Be like, bro. Slim Reaper is kind of evil. <laughs> Yeah. What if you were something cool like the servant? The servant. Yeah, that's good. You play basketball for good, not evil. That's right. He's like, yeah, I do. He's like, the servant sounds dope. (laughs) The servant is cool. I'm going to throw this out there and see if it gets anybody moving. No. Turns out to be the serpent. Am I right? What a snake, eh? Snake ass. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Hey, Uh, we have a draft party. Oh, my gosh. It's two weeks from yesterday. Oh, man. Two it's, weeks. The draft is almost here. It's almost here. Now, a little bit of the wind has been taken out of the old Thunder sails. Yeah, we'll talk about that after this. But who gives a crap? Because we're going to have a freaking killer party. It's going to be awesome. At Banquet Cinema Pub here in Oklahoma City. All ages. Banquet? All ages. You're 18 years old. You've been listening to our podcast, but you can't come to a live pod. Guess what? You can. Boom. Now you can. Starts at 6 p.m. I feel like that would have fit way better. <laughs> like after I not starts at six p.m. I know I was, I was <laughs> looking <laughs> six p.m. Woo! What a great time! Uh, <laughs> hey, listen. This is the other thing we want you to do is look out for our mock draft competition. It's out. Who is it? Downtodunk.com. Who did it? Micah Adams. Uh, Micah Adams had did it last year, dude. It's amazing. It's great. If there's any issues, if there's like a name that's not right or something, just DM me. My DMs are open. Andrew K. Schlecht. Let me know. Slide into his DMs. Uh, But yeah, so listen, go on there. But here's the thing. We're going to have a big prize pack. We're going to have a lifetime supply of blue chews for you. If you win this draft Actually, just, just your first order, just pay $5 for shipping. <laughs> big promo code, package. Promo code DUNK. Oh, how about that? So, but for real, go on there, check it out. We got a prize pack, but here's the deal. You have to be at the draft party to you win. You have to be there. And so we're going to do that there. And I'm telling you, 
it's going to be the best. We have a cinema. We have a, a theater. Like a movie screen. Rent it out. They're also going to be playing the draft out in like the main area too. Uh, so if you want to hang out there, you can. If you want to hang out in the theater, great. Uh, basically, the NBA draft is going to be taking over the entire place that night. So it's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Isn't there going to be a group that's going to be doing a live rec- like recreation of what's happening on the draft too? Like a theatrical representation of what's yeah. happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. So if you want to watch drama theater, then also, you can do that. That's what Luke will be doing. Yes, with the Tulsa crew. There's going to be a Tulsa crew, guys. It's, there's like, a caravan yes. of Tulsa. Are They're you bringing them? They're all getting in the Kia Rio. Hey, so... <laughs> here's, so... The draft, here's my one of my favorite things about the NBA. Yeah. is So I grew up more of an NFL guy, especially early on in college. You know, I was more NFL. Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith. I was a huge fan of Emmett, <laughs> Dallas Cowboys. But it was like the season ends in February. Yeah. Their draft is almost May. Yeah. So it's like three months later. NBA, the season ends, and like a week and a half later, it's the draft. It's great. Um, two weeks later, it's free, free agency. agency. A week later, it's summer league. Yep. And next thing you know, it's the season. That's right. And then it's training camp. Yeah. And, and maybe, and in some seasons, it's Olympic basketball. Yeah, true. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, those are the best summers, dude. The sport that doesn't like sleep, FIBA. baby. It's great. Oh. Anyway. Be there. Be there. June 20th, 6 p.m., Banquet Cinema Pub, all ages, mock draft, down to dunk.com. Check it out. Let's do some. Twitter questions. I'm really, I'm really off today, guys. Sorry. First Twitter question comes Salamander from Salamander look mother. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> You're getting burned, dog. <laughs> First question from at Luke the Duke four five five zero. What is your preferred destination for Kauai next year? Raptors. 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 Okay, let's think non-Raptors. The Magic. The Magic. Brontosaurus. Because you really just want him to go somewhere where it. Doesn't matter at that point. Like not the West. Like basically, go play with Kyrie and in Brooklyn or bo- go to Boston. Well, Boston can't. They don't have any money. If they traded, sign and trade. Triceratops. If they traded, sign. <laughs> if they sign and traded, um, Stegosaurus. Yeah, New York. Yeah, maybe he goes to the Knicks. I like, just stay in the Eastern Conference, please. Don't go to the Don't go to the Clippers. Like, please don't do this. I know it's it's probably just between the Raptors and Clippers. Though. How many? Mm. Crocodilian side side note, whatever those were called. Just listen, dinosaurs, giant crocodiles. Uh, You ran out of dinosaurs really fast. Yeah, you said crocodilians. Crocodilian style dinosaurs, whatever. My son come down here and spend crocodilosaurus thirty minutes talking about dinosaurs. So, what do the Knicks and the Clippers do? Uh huh. This off season when they don't get anybody. You know what they do? They do what they've been doing for thirty years. Just suck. (laughs) Just be terrible. Dude. They're going to sign Amari Stoudemire again. Is Who's what they're going to do. Kenneth Fareed? Is that the <laughs> modern? Who would be the... Kenneth Fareed is the modern Amari Stoudemire? <laughs> the, no. the version that the Knicks got at the end of their career. Yeah, I mean, if the Knicks don't... I mean, there's a good chance that Kyrie and Kevin just go to Brooklyn. Dude, dude, it that feels came, like that is most definitely setting up. Yeah. Also, that came out of nowhere, and it's my favorite thing right now. Yeah, it, I love it that did, the Knicks are It did, but it didn't. Doing, it makes Who work. said it? Oh, it was you all talking about Buker. It's like the least yeah. reliable sources out there, but it's like Buker and Coward, Coward and yeah. <laughs> Luke. 
And they said they said that the Nets became like a legitimate like that's it's, where the preferred like, destination of Kyrie is. There's which, like five or six guys that were like, "Yeah, I'm hearing that he's going to the Nets." Is it just because it's what? are the Nets cool? Is that kind of what it is? What's going? Somebody's here. Somebody is hearing something real. I would yeah, but guess. I'm saying like, what would draw a person to the Nets? They're a very well run franchise. You have now, a chance now. They are. You have a chance to be the star in Brooklyn. Like that's cool, and their branding is cool. It's New York, but it's not the Knicks. Yeah, run you're by in the worst a really owner. cool arena. I mean, yeah. Okay, just asking because they, you know, like they've they were kind of a laughing stock. So here's my question about: There's a little less pressure if they go to the Nets than the Knicks, too, true. right? Don't you feel so you like get that? the spotlight without the pressure? Maybe. Yeah, you're not an MSG every night. You're not like you're not expecting. Katie's to win. bringing the Knicks back to where the Knicks should have been. Yeah, and if you, you know? like go out in the second round or whatever, like everybody yeah. hates you. It's like, but if you're on the Nets and you go out in the second round, they're like, thank you for getting us to the second round. The, that's we got amazing. to the second round. Like, that's cool. That's amazing. Yeah. So if the Nets, if they do not pick up or they do not sign D'Angelo Russell, they have space for two max slots. So, yeah. I mean, it looks like they're setting up for something. Yeah. I have that trade question. yesterday, Alan Crabb for Torian Prince freed up a ton of money Dude, for them. It's a great like, they're trade. doing, they're, there's Intel. It's a great trade. This is Intel. Do you guys yeah. trust that Kevin Durant and Kyrie are going to actually No, it'll be, be the craziest be team ever. It'll be amazing to watch God, them not do. There can so be friends weird. right now because they don't have to be around each other that much. They're but so when weird. they're around, when they're like going to be around each other and losing games together and win, like all that, there's no way they're going to be friends. No. They're weird. They're so weird. Oh, you know who Amar Stoudemire is of this summer? Yeah. Tobias Harris. They're going to max out Tobias Harris in New York and they're like, talk themselves into it. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's good. Like, right. 20 point score. Like, he was the best player on the Clippers. There is, there is a bunch of like Kemba Walker, Tobias Harris, all these guys that are going to get so much money because everyone's clearing space for Kevin Durant and Kyrie. Busevich. There's going to be so many slots open. I'm like, all g- this I'm gonna, money that's ready to go. I'm just going to giggle when the Clippers re sign Tobias for the max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. Dude, Vucevic is going to be one of those guys that we look back on. We're going to see, like, how much money did people make in their career? Be like, Vucevic made this much? Because he has a big contract right now. It's, the, it's perfect timing for him. Man, he's been. This summer. Yeah. Someone's really going to have to talk themselves into Julius Randle this summer. Yeah. Who's that going to be? <laughs> I don't know. Golly. I love free agency. Can he so play excited. with Zion? Like, go through the top guys. Like, who's not getting a max? Durant, Kawhi, Kyrie, Kemba, Clay, Tobias, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton. Not getting the max. Chris Middleton not? I don't think so. Mm, no. I then, mean, he might get it. Then peace out, Milwaukee. Peace out, Robinson. <laughs> peace out, Robinson. <laughs> I still say that all the time. <laughs> we can't talk about it. <laughs> Different I mean, time. Like, <laughs> Different time. Like, if they don't give him the max, like, say, like, sorry, the Lakers are going to give me the max. Yeah. Oh man, See, the guys, Bucks are in trouble. He'd be man. good. He'd be good on the Lakers, actually. Yeah, making the max. See, I'm gonna laugh when they give Brooke Lopez the max. The Lakers, oh, God. D'Angelo <laughs> yeah. Russell, D'Angelo Russell, max or no max. max. We're gonna play in max or no max. He's getting the max. max. You think so? You think the Jazz are gonna give him the max? Someone's so, gonna give him the max. Someone will max him up. I, dude, cannot, he was good. He was like legitimately good. I know, dude. I just watched him play. If the Knicks strike every, out, like. That makes a ton hey. of sense. D'Angelo Russell, you don't even have to move. Hey, D-Loading. <laughs> Vucevic. Yeah. Is Magical pain. No, I don't know. Do you think the Magic try to keep him? 
Or yeah, they, are yeah, they ready yeah, to yeah, move yeah. on to I Mo think Bamba? they do. Oh, gosh. Get, get out of my face with Mo Bamba. They are the longest team ever if they go with that lineup. Yeah. Him and, and Jonathan Isaac literally could hold hands and reach across the entire basket. They're drafting Bol Bol to be their point guard. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, you don't talk about a guy. So I'm trying. Here, so here's the reality. You want to taco about a guy? Here's the reality about the draft. Is <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. So I listen yeah. to you talk, and I listen to Sam Vecini, and, I look, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, I don't know any of these guys. And so I've been trying to do some <laughs> research, and Bol Bol is terrifying. He's horrifying, man. Dude, the dude is a shooter. He, he is. He's a three-point shooter, he's, and he's seven what? He can six? handle seven three. He's he, he's uh, seven three. What a sh- never mind. Not he's a pretty either. natural blo- uh, rim protector. Yeah, but also lazy and like hates basketball. Yeah, it's like uh, it's kind of a bad combo. <laughs> That's why he's a three-point shooter. He's like, how can I be successful For at this real? and do the least amount of work? He like he could be lay lottery, or he could fall the second round. It feels like he's moving further and further. So I, I mean, like you could have a team that's like building. That's like we're just going to swing for the fences. Why we're, wouldn't we're Atlanta gonna, spend one of those thirty-five picks on him? They might. Or like every good team is going to be like, no way, because that's where you get to into the twenties. That's like all the teams that are in the playoffs that are like good teams, mm-hmm. and that's why like some guys will slip past all those teams. They're like, screw it, like we're not, we're not going to mess around with that. And then they get to the second round, and they take him. That's that's what happened to DeAndre Jordan back in the day. It's like, no, we don't want to mess with that guy. He has a bad attitude. We don't want him on our team. But you know? Bol Bol doesn't – so the thing is he just doesn't like basketball. I don't know. That, I mean, I don't know that personally. I've just – I've read things. Pretty consensus is his motor. Like he just doesn't want to work hard. Yeah. And he's got injury history with his foot with the first – I heard he's not even three. hurt. He just doesn't want to play. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> Made that up. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> wow. So, uh, so yeah, Bol Bol's, uh, he's scary. But I, Thunder might not even have a pick, man. There might be trade I know. That's hilarious. We got a you question about so that. Hard. It's not hilarious. We got a question about that coming up here in a minute. The next question is from at MJ Boyd ninety five. Are the changes in the coaching staff a concern for Billy's future? Do you know of any other assistant coaches that you'd like to see the Thunder hire? So far, he's lost three off of his staff, mm-hmm. and uh, Mark Bryant's the one, and Darko. That feels a little bit like I lost family members. I know, like distant cousins. Mark Bryant, man. He's been here forever. So is Darko. Darko was the coach on the 66ers. Yeah. It's just like. I forgot existed. But in, what sucks is it's not like they're going to like coach with the Bucks. No, or it with, makes sense though. To go coach with Monty. Monty. Yeah, but. Monty. You, yeah. But you're, you're going to go coach with the Suns? Like, yeah. oh, come on. Like, what's going on here? That's, I mean, like the more I think about it, the more I'm like, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a great thing for the Thunder coaching staff. No. And then to, hiring an assistant, or hiring to fill those gaps the year that Billy has left. Right. I mean, it's going to be hard. You want to come work for a dead man walking? <laughs> what do they know that we don't know? That's the question. But I will say, like, Brett or Royce or somebody said it, where it's like, you also may be able to come and be the head coach <laughs> if, if yeah. there's a midseason yeah. firing. That would literally be worst-case scenario for the Thunder. Yeah. What? I think I'm not going to say it yet. Let's just, just say it. Just say it. If things start falling apart, like I'm, I've never been a proponent of just blowing it up. Yeah, but I think you could see Sam like really test the waters on just starting over, pressing reset. Do you think when he presses reset, he'll do it with this team though? No, I think he will trade Russell Westbrook and Paul George. But do you think he'll stay with? He'll be like, um, 
Why wouldn't he like the guys on the Ringer talked about this, and I, it kind of made sense to me. Sam Presti's not from Oklahoma City. Like it's been his franchise. He came with Seattle. He built it to what it is. Yeah. But they were like they were saying, you know, when it's time for this Oklahoma City thing to be done, why doesn't he just go get bigger money from one of the big, like be a star GM somewhere else? I just think he can get whatever he wants in Oklahoma City. Like, yeah. I think Clay Bennett. He has complete control over everything that happens. Yeah. He has to get approval from ownership, but like you don't have that with every team. No, man. Like you're going to go do that for the Knicks. Like good luck. Yeah. With the how many owners have too much opinion in what's right. going on? You're going to go do that for the Clay Lakers. Bennett, Clay Bennett, who's the leading man of that ownership group, like Clay, just says, "Sam, you're the guy that knows basketball. I don't Sam. know this. Yeah." Man. Just tell me where to sign, you know? Like, really, that's the majority of it. I know they come together and talk about, like, hey, man, like, heads up, we can't be paying this for a first-round exit every year. Um, so what's your plans? That's probably the extent of what ownership does. Like, what are you going to do this summer to improve this roster? Yeah. I don't think they'll blow it up in the next year. I don't think that So the only reason I say that is, like, to have Paul George as an asset, like, you only have him for one more year after that, right? Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe Maybe if it's going poorly two years from now. I just mean the, the reality of adding a new coach. Well, I think you have two. I think you have two year run. You have a two year run. So you go all in for two more years. Yeah, I mean the Raptors added just got a new head coach. Yeah, true. I mean, like you can do like dude, the reality. The reality is like Nick Nurse is awesome, but like the reality is like they added Kawhi Leonard. Like if you can have the right team on the right, floor, right? Like all these head coaches are good. Like once you become a candidate to be a head NBA coach, unless your name is Mark Jackson, like you're going to be just Jason fine. Kidd, you know, Lionel Hollins. If you're not hiring a former player, like you'll be just fine. Like those guys are good. Like all these guys are good tacticians. They know the game. The reality is that it's who are your players? Like who are your guys? Like that's what matters. Yeah, yeah. you can have the best coaching squad out there and not right i mean look at supposedly brad stevens who's one of the best coaches in the nba exactly was a dumpster fire exactly so are there any y'all have any assistant like i don't know in in the in the weeds of uh, nba knowledge for me to know any yeah there's this guy Uh, pete budegager he's from uh, south bend indiana area so what about they'll probably any of these guys that fell off from houston like any of those guys would get gobbled up i don't know they'll probably do some promoting from within that's what i would assume some of these guys that have been with the blue or yeah, some of the guys that are lower on the coaching staff will the be guys that up. sit on the back row. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. They'll bring they'll bring probably some of those guys up. Yeah, it scares me. They'll though. probably try to get Degnall from the blue. I don't know if he'll. I don't know if he'll want to or not. But Dangle, Mark Degnault, Dagnault, oh. Mark Diagonal, Mark <laughs> Diagonal, <laughs> from Billy Dangle, which is the <laughs> He's move all- from Chesapeake too. I just hire him as the head coach. Okay. Just, just complete Nick Nurse. <laughs> just right. Nick Nurse, all everybody. Right, hey, right. Nick Nurse was the coach for the, the Raptors team or something. He was a G League coach. He won the G League championship. Yeah, Nick Nurse is the coach of the Raptors team right now. Andrew. Yeah, buddy, we Go know. to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. <laughs> Next Twitter question at Mahalo Diallo. That's a pretty good name. How many inches would you have to add to your height to be good enough to play basketball in the NBA? Your mobility has not changed the taller you are. I would personally think I'd have to be about 7'4 to get a contract. <laughs> I mean, there's no doubt. Like, I would be the, like the taco fall of this draft where I'm like shooting 20% from the free throw line. And like, <laughs> like everybody's like, he's, but he's huge. 7'8. <laughs> Do you think? Is that the he, kid from Central Florida? 
Yes. Yes. Florida State. No, Central Florida. UCF, right? If he's like the 7'6 guy, UCF. Yeah. There's no way he also was on Florida State with that other guy that you love so much. Wait, are you telling me he was on? He played for two teams this year. Who's the guy you like from Florida State so much? Cabangeli. Cabangeli. I I don't know anything about him other than what you've told me. The Thunder aren't getting him. He's kind of awesome. I've resigned myself that if the Thunder keep the 21st pick, they're going to get Cam Johnson. I'm kind of okay with it. I don't know that they'll take him. Why? Does that not seem like best player available? He's not athletic, though. Like he's just not athletic. Yeah, we've tried that one before. <clears throat> also, I don't know, Taylor. I, think, how, how I just don't. I never. It's so hard for me to trust like any of these drafts. You know, like what people say about these players. Because how often does it just end up not being how we talk about these players? Yeah, Stephen Adams talks about DeAndre Jordan earlier. Talk like there's so many players that it's like, well, this guy has this problem, not very athletic, and then. That's why they're in the in the positions that they are in the draft, though. I know, but how often is that wrong? It's yeah, wrong the draft all the time. Is, it's, it's, it's so it's, difficult. There's not a guarantee yeah. on anything. I know. No. Anthony Bennett could be the number one pick. You have no idea. Zion Williams can, could be Anthony Bennett. Yeah. It's, that's not true. That's it's, not true. It's literally, like, Anthony Bennett was supposed to be like the eighth pick, and people were like, oh, a what? Right. In a bad draft. Yeah. In a really bad draft. He had some workout when Dan Gilbert was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. I need Uh, to get this guy. This uh, this draft, if you're outside of the top two, like, man, screw you, F you, go to hell. You're terrified. (laughs) Oh, God. Wow. What? Is that not what you were saying? No. I kind of like R.J. Barrett. I know he's pretty limited. Doesn't know how to use his right hand. If you're going to be able to give him the ball to score and you don't have other guys, great. Like that's why it, it makes some sense for like the Pelicans to do that deal, where it's like he, him, and Zion they played together, and RJ is just going to score, like he's just going to score next to he and Julie, and not Julius Randle, Drew Holiday, Zion Williamson, yeah. So how tall would you have to be, Taylor? Uh, six foot even. It's what my height right now. You think you could do it? I know I could do it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Every time I watch Six, three. Yeah. every time I watch NBA basketball, I think to myself. I, sometimes I have to turn it off because I'm so disappointed that I didn't go through with my NBA career. Yeah, because I'm like, oh god, I could do that. I could have done that. What's funny is that like there's like media guys that will say crap like that, and then like go watch those media games. I think it might still be up on on the internet. Dude, like, Nate, just, just go watch oh, it. My. God, there's nothing more special about Nate Duncan being in that game and basically being terrible. He's good, but he just got beat on that last shot. There was a tweet I saw that someone said, I retweeted it from down to dunk, but they said, yeah, Nate Duncan's just not running into like offense with his team, so his team's <laughs> just playing four on five, and he's just staying back on defense the whole time. Here's the thing. It's awesome. This question goes back to something that I always think. It's like how much we don't understand the physicality. Oh, my goodness. The, oh, yeah. The just absolute giftedness of these guys that make it in the NBA. Like, I could, if I was 6'10, I would be an amazing player on the bench of a Euro team. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was, gonna like say, I was like, a pretty good basketball player for different stretches in my life. Like, dude, you. The guys that make it into the NBA are so elite. They're the best 400 players in the world. And and not on top of that, like, dude, I've played against guys in rec leagues or around, like, there's leagues here in the city where these guys are 
you'll stand in awe to watch them play. Yeah. Dude, and, and they we're talking Division Two basketball. They don't sniff. They the don't G sniff the yeah, G League. Right. Yeah. For real. Like, yeah. I ran into a buddy of mine that played at Putnam City and went and played at the Air Force Academy, and he spent eight years in Europe. Never sniffed. Sniff the NBA. Yeah. And yeah. he's six seven, mm-hmm. can shoot from everywhere on the floor. Like Dude, one time, Jay, we were playing at Lighthouse and we played this team that it was like the power forward and the point guard from OCU, which is pretty good at basketball, but it's still division two basketball. I mean, these guys in are AI, yeah. And they're killer. Oh, right. And they're yeah. killer. Dude, and they do you remember them? They were like I was actually gone that, gone that game. Oh, you were? That's when they dunked on oh, Chico my. so hard. Dude, they were absolutely destroying us, and he was pulling up for wherever. They're actually from OC. They were Oklahoma Christian guys. Oh, Oklahoma yeah. Christian. Which is still about the same level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's what you— They were like, servants. People just don't realize how talented talented these guys Fast. are. Yeah. In every single Strong. Way. Randomly, you'll have a, a, a guy that is just giant— that is just becoming less and less of a reality. You don't get George Mirasans and Sean Bradley. Well, those anymore. guys don't make it. They those don't guys make it don't anymore. get. They, yeah, they and they're and it. they're not a value anymore in today's modern NBA. If you're if you're giant, the only reason Bull Bull is getting any looks is because he can shoot. He can shoot exactly. Next question. If Kawhi resigns, this is from at Cade Meters Meadors. I think it's Meadors. <laughs> Meadors. Sounds right. One. It's Meteors. <laughs> if uh, if Kawhi resigns. <laughs> Why? Stay away. Stay away. I will punch you next time. Whoa. Holy moly. If Kawhi resigns and you're in Masai's position, do you trade Siakam, OG, and Danny Green for Anthony Davis? Would you trade? So basically, would you would you create a trade around Siakam to get Anthony Davis? Probably not. I I literally ridiculed Zach Lowe on Twitter for suggesting this, and now I'm like, I don't know if I'd trade Siakam for... like. I don't know. How I wouldn't much do it one him. because, like, I don't trust that Anthony Davis is going to stay in Toronto. Siakam is so good. He's he's good. Like he's nowhere near the level of Anthony no, Davis. Like he's not, not. He's not that close. But I mean, you have a chance to have a if you can re-sign Kawhi. You have a chance to have a sustainably good team for a long time. Yeah, and at that point, Danny Green. So Danny Green's a free agent this summer. He's, he's going to trade gonna, him. He's going to sign with Toronto. Like. You'd have to put like a Norman Powell, Fred Van Fleet, Siakam for Anthony Davis. Like mm-hmm. that's the thing. I don't not even looking at money, but just thinking of talent. Yeah. And I don't know, man. You're leveraging a ton to get one guy. Yeah. And then you put yourself in this place like the Warriors are, which is yeah, you've won three championships. I get that or whatever, two championships. But at the same yeah. time, it's like Anthony Davis, who has a history of not being healthy all the time. Kawhi, history of not being healthy all the time. You, you wanna, leverage a lot of your depth in order to, to gain that superstar level, and you're already at the top of where you can be as a team. Yeah. It's like, so is it worth it? I think is the question you have to ask. What do you think, Tayshawn? I think if they win the championship, that's just bad juju to trade away those players for Anthony Davis. And then for sure, Kawhi and Anthony Davis will just if be they win the If they win at all, they won't do it. They won't do it. If they don't win, though, here's another thing. Like, I don't want Rich Paul having his fingerprints all over the Raptors. Like, stay, like, keep Rich Paul away from my team. If if you have a star, like, keep him. I need Terrence Ferguson's agent. Yes. Yes. But he's not a star. He's, I'll tell you, he's not high on the priority list (laughs) for Rich Paul. He's not. But, like, Anthony Davis is at the top. Does Rich Paul know that that Terrence Ferguson is one of his clients? 
he might not know that. He may not know. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if if you have Anthony Davis as a free agent, and the Lakers end up just rolling over their cap space, like, stay away. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, stay away, and don't take don't take my guys. Like, don't don't take Siaka. Those, those are my guys. guys. Don't take my guys. Don't take my guys. These are my guys. I trust them. Don't take them away from me. I don't have much left in this world. <laughs> don't take my guys. <laughs> my guys. What are you doing? So <laughs> Please. Don't, what, are, what are you doing with that? Those are my guys. Those are my guys. They're my guys. <laughs> don't next, take my guys. Next Twitter question. How from. mad would you be if you're if you're the Raptors, though, and they did that deal? And oh, Anthony I'd be Davis, furious. He just walks. But if he stayed, like that would be a killer team. Yes. They're already a killer team. They'd be a super killer team. Super killer team. I, I can't get over the fact that I said something accidentally really inappropriate about my love for Marcus Gasol. But at the same time, yeah, dude, he's a free agent too. I love watching him play. He's for cool. this team. Like he's definitely not who he was. Yeah, but he really, really, really helps. Now this his team. body type gives us all hope that we can make it to the NBA <laughs> if we were that big. True, man. But he's so smart, dude. That's so the thing about smart, this Raptors man. team that is different than a lot of teams is like almost every player that they're playing right now is high IQ. Mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry, man, is so underrated at this point, which is wild. Dude, yeah. that last game, he, he was amazing. He, he was tries amazing. so hard, and he plays. I mean, even when he doesn't score, he's just flying all over the court. Right. Kawhi, I will say this, and I just noticed this a lot more in game three. Is that game three? Yeah, game three is Kawhi gets some tunnel vision. Dude, yeah. when he tries to go ISO mode, and there's guys all around the perimeter just standing wide open, and he just won't won't even look at him. It's kind of odd. He's a star, man. He's a superstar. Next question. At it's a fun guy. Stuky one guy. Boardman gets paid in Stuky one. This is if you could take any player and add them to the Thunder non All Star, who would you pick? Is there anybody out there? We've talked a little bit about this. I think Wes Matthews is the one that keeps coming up. Is there anybody in that free agent like list really that- realistic? That's not Makes an all-star. Sense to you. Taylor, anybody you? Yeah, Fred Van Vliet, Danny Green. If we can get Pascal Siakam, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, okay, real quick, touching on the Gasol thing, and then earlier we were saying, you know, Zach Lowe was saying the Raptors haven't even gone to Pascal at the five. I'm thinking, like, I don't know if you want, if you don't want Mark Gasol on the floor. Like, don't you want Marcus all on the floor for the Raptors? That's when they've been their best. Yeah, if, unless if Boogie's out there. Yeah, yeah unless sure. unless they go with Draymond at the five, then you don't. Yeah. Um, so I wait, can't. Was... I just can't stop thinking about a Al Horford trade. Mm. If if and when Kyrie leaves, I just can't stop thinking about it. I just can't stop it. I don't know. I don't know if it's something that would be realistic. Is that a Stephen Adams? Yeah, I mean, most likely. Wow. You keep talking about Andre Robertson trades. It makes me want to jump through my stereo and fight somebody. You mean like salary dump? Yeah, Andre Robertson. I, trades? I get it, dude. It's the one that makes the most sense. Like it could here's save, why, here's it why save you, the Thunder a ton of money. Here's how you could. This is why. And this. There may be a trade that happens on draft night where you just are smashing your face through your car window because, like, why do they do that? Like, 21 Andre to the Kings of the Suns for a future second-round pick. And you're like, what? <laughs> no. 
You want to talk like, about like a like, like that could happen. You think that the podcast got upset whenever OG and no and you know okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> right. When Deep OG breath. wasn't drafted, you'll hear some dude anger. But like the reality could be that like listen, we're going to trade for Al Horford. But he makes what does he make? He's going to make 6 or 7 million dollars more than Steven does this year. So we need to <clears throat> If we're gonna make that deal, we have to do this. You're we, right. We need to, we need to deal this money. We cannot add to the payroll. Yeah, and that's what I think the Dream Team guys are trying to say. This too is it was like you, you don't see what what part of the domino this is. Like the dominoes that fall, right? Yeah. Like if this is the first one, because they also have high confidence that they're going to sign a West Matthews, which locks up the rotation. They also know that. One of these guys that they have sitting in the wings is going to be ready to play. Like they're ready to. They also know that maybe Dre is not going to be who he was. For yeah. me, it's just the dream of being able to see Paul George, Dre, Ferguson, all three on the floor at the same time. Like yeah. that is a nightmare defensive team. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I just keep getting so frustrated. Nightmare scenario for those. So I think Horford, I think the West Matthews is the one we keep going back to. I have this like sneaky in the back of my mind, like if they could move. Dennis Schroeder and get Patrick Beverly. Mm. Like he's the salary dump guy. Schroeder, and then they just signed Pat Bev for some part of the MLE or whatever. That won't happen. I know, but he would be a perfect player for this team. He'd be nice because he can shoot. He also ruined the Thunder's chances. He did. Also, Russell absolutely hates him and holds grudges for everybody. Hates him, you know, but he. If he was on your team, has he had his Draymond Green breakthrough moment? No, no, no. Um, a Rodney Hood maybe, but he's going to get paid more than Thunder. Going to? I don't know. Like that's not inspired. That's not that. That's not taking you anywhere. No, Alec Burks. God, Jeff Green. Ah, Oh, Jay. Oh no, the hell, Jay. That just is the reminder that (laughs) things are a little bit. uh, We don't know. Uh oh. There's a lot of those guys. rotation players are fine, but like. Not if you're like trying you. to change something, mm. also like don't discount that Jeremy Grant might be out there. What do you mean? As a trade candidate? What? He he's going into the last year know, of his deal know, effectively. But you don't have to trade him. This you can also trade these guys at the trade deadline too. But remember, like when you trade, you get somebody back. Mm. What? Yeah, not somebody as good as the guy you trade though. What do you mean? Just I'm just saying, like if they like Jeremy Grant, he's got some value out there. What if you traded oh, yeah. Jeremy Grant? Oh, Thad Young's a free agent. Yeah. What if you traded Jeremy Grant and Stephen Adams and this 21st pick for Anthony Davis? That would be super awesome, but that's, that's Pel- going to happen. The Pelicans would not do that. Hey, what about for Kemba Walker? He's probably our most valuable actual trade piece. Because his contract is ridiculous. Yep. He's versatile. He had his best season of his career. He was the best three-point shooter on this team. That's why yep. it makes no sense for them to trade him. But he's also the thing that gets you probably the best piece he has, back. He does have the most. Uh, who has? Okay, real question. Him. Paul George, number one. Number wait, two, wait, wait, wait. Out of Steven Adams and Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. You'd rather have Jeremy Grant. But does he have the – he has the most trade value? Yeah, just because his contract. contract. His contract. If Steve was making The type 13, of player he is in the NBA today – 
He's versatile. Yeah. He can play the four or the five. You can s- sneak minutes at the three with him. God, I don't want to trade that. Thanks, 2016. I don't, think they, I don't think they will, but I'm just saying, like... No, Jeremy's the guy you need in today's NBA. Keep it. I Just keep that in mind. Like They're either going to have to extend him, or they're going to probably have to trade him. Extend. <laughs> Please. All right, next question from at Benelephant King. If we create a drinking game for the draft night party, which phrases should prompt drinking? Mm. <laughs> um, length. <laughs> Anytime they talk about hand size. Golly, yes. <laughs> Athleticism. Hey, listen, if you're listening to motor. us and you're coming to the draft party and you want to make a bingo card. Yeah, motor. This high, is motor. High, high motor. High motor, low motor. Any kind of speeds of motors. <laughs> Any motor speeds? Low yeah. motor. <laughs> um, boating, the boating type of. Motors. Any mention of off the court issues? Yes, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, what are other things we hear a lot? High IQ. Does yeah. that one come out much? Yeah. <laughs> Talking about their IQ. What if they talked about actual IQ? This guy's got an IQ of like ninety-seven. Like I don't know if we can trust this guy. What about low or high ceiling? Yeah. High, High risk, low uh, risk. Passing ability. Oh, if they say this phrase exactly, ability to shoot the three ball. He's got the ability to shoot the three. He's got the ability to shoot the three ball. Yeah. <laughs> Next Twitter and it question. has to be Fran Fraschilla <laughs> that says it. That would be kind of fun to hand out. Like actual quotes. I don't know that we would hand it would. Bingo cards. We could make it bingo. Yeah. Oh, bingo, bingo. Statements that are said. I don't know. If you want to come up with that, we're not going to do it. <laughs> but if you're listening, you want to do I'm something. I'm not doing like this. That, but if you want to do it, go ahead. That's a lot. We'll, we'll print it. And also, like, you know, like I don't know how to make a bingo card. Next question. <laughs> from a, at I've Josh. never played bingo. I don't What's know what bingo? that is. Next question from at Josh underscore Morrison. Where in the world is Jay? I'm right here. But it's the only question worth asking. Where's Luke? Where's Luke? This is the real question. It makes me giggle when y'all say that, and I also feel really guilty. So yeah, that's good. You that's should. Where man. in the world is James? James. James on Diego. Next question is from at Thundermob four oh five. Like Paul Pierce, have you pooped your pants as an adult and tried to play it off? Tried to play it off. Like I've never tried to play it off. He pooped his pants and then got in a wheelchair and rolled off the court. Yeah, he's also said that that didn't really happen. I'm so mad at that. So yeah. he gets on and admits that that is what happened, right? Yeah. And everyone, for the first time in months, likes Paul Pierce because they're like, that's cool that he admitted that. I yeah. think everyone enjoyed that about him. Yeah, I think so. And then he immediately got embarrassed and regretted that he admitted that and then went on Twitter and was like, oh, I was kidding. That didn't really happen. Yeah, right. It yeah. did, It's like, Paul. it did happen. Now you're just embarrassed for some reason. Yeah. I hate him. No. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved you. Now it's gone. Can yeah. I tell you a story that this kind of reminds me a little bit of this? Go ahead. So when I was a junior, no, a senior in high school. Mm-hmm. So the way we would do football days is we we did block scheduling. So it was four, one and a half hour Oh, classes. the block was great, man. It was amazing. God. I can't believe, like, being a teacher with block scheduling had to have been the only I, time that being a teacher was. I did it for one year, man. It was the bomb. It's amazing. So hour and a half, four, one hour and a half classes. So what we'd have is fourth hour would be football. Yeah. And on game days, 
you would take off. Like you didn't have to stay. And so you'd go and check in and then you'd go home and, you know, take a nap. And we'd always go to Subway, eat fresh, which is one of my least favorite fast food places today. God, but it smells. It's man. so bad. So, but I would always, we'd always get the roasted chicken breast sandwich every time, yeah. you know, like whatever it is. We'd always get it one time. We were playing more that night and I decided I was going to, I was like, I'll eat a meatball sub. <laughs> I it's risky. spent the entire second half running back and forth to the locker room to oh, go to the bathroom. Wow. Man, just popping out meatballs. Just popping out meatballs. <laughs> the whole second half of the game. Dude. Like I would come off the did field. Did you go in your pants though? No, I never did though. Because I was sprinting. If yeah. anybody was really paying attention to me, they just saw me literally come off the field, run to the bathroom, run back, get on the field, run off. It was like literally like... People are like, it smells like human poop and marinara sauce. And, oh, God, Jay. <laughs> and the, here's the craziest thing is the visitor's locker room at Moore, it like for some reason had like a toilet just in the middle of the room. That oh, was the really? only toilet was like just in the middle of the room. Oh, no stall God. doors, nothing. So I was like, well, this That's is good intimidation. so more. <laughs> you have a story, Taylor? Yeah, I think I've told it on here before too. I was in high school, and my friend was in the bathroom off to the side of the cafeteria, and I went in, and so I turned around, and while he was peeing in the urinal, I, was, I turned around and was trying to fart on his butt. I put my butt on his butt. Did you really? fart on him? Yeah. God, Logan Moore. What is this? And Why did he's like, I ask oh. you this? And he's like, oh, dude, what are you doing? Oh, not bare butts. And he's like, oh, stop, stop. And oh, he's peeing everywhere. Oh, I bare butts. Okay. No, All we're right. at the urinal. All right, I got you. I now. just walked in. All right, great. And uh, so I'm like squeezing him. like, oh, come on, let's get a fart out. Poop my pants. You deserved and all of that. I put my and I go, oh my god! I just pooped my pants. And I ran to the stall next door, and he just started. Cry- I mean, he was like crying, laughing. Thankfully, it was a, it was just a little corker. Okay, so it just like kind of rolled down. It wasn't messy. It was just like hard, like a hard pellet. All right, next question. Wow. <laughs> it's rolled on out, so I didn't have to clean anything up. Just went to class like. I don't know that I've heard that story, honestly. I don't think I have either, nor do I really. <laughs> Most of it was great. I don't love this kind of humor, so but you don't <laughs> love toilet humor? No, I do not. Next question is from my, at- my cousin still has me in his uh phone as turd pants because of You pooped your pants, man. Mm-hmm. As an adult. Which as, one of your cousins? In high school, Joey. Yeah. In high school. I don't know why I texted him or I called him and told him about it. Yeah. Well, I was showing up for band practice early in the morning. I was driving to my 92 red Camaro. I was feeling horrible. I did not know you drove a 92 red Camaro. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Pulled into the parking lot, and I thought, okay, I'm just going to test it. I'm feeling horrible, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure this is going to happen. And I did it, and it ha- and I just pooped my What pants. do you mean you're t- going to test it? Had diarrhea. But wait, when you said, I'm going to test it, yeah. like you like test if it's a fart or yeah, poop? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I... Just whipped around and went home, and I called Joey, and I said, dude, I, I'm going home. He gambled and lost, man. I'm going home. I pooped my pants. <laughs> Why'd you gamble? I don't know. I was young, impressionable. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great transition question from at Bangelope. Best flavor of popcorn? Mm, butter. Human feces flavor. <laughs> kettle corn. Butter, caramel, kettle, olive oil? Kettle corn. It's easy. Simple. No. Simple. What do you mean? We mean no. There's Why? A, there's a game changer that's happened in my life. What? The last oh, this better, two be, months. this better be big. Now they sell bags yeah. that have caramel and cheddar together yep. in the same bag. Oh, Chicago style. It is amazing. Is it Chicago style or just make well, that up? Well, Chicago style is 
Carm- there's caramel and cheddar, and then they put butter on it. I don't know about that. And it's ridiculously yeah. good. So sure, that's it. Why is that good? It's, Dude, it just is. Man. Have you tried it? No. Don't knock it. I'm knocking it. He no. gambled and lost one time. He will not do it again. That's right. If, if you want to know why I don't gamble, <laughs> I'll tell you it's why. Because I diarrheaed my pants. <laughs> uh, also, they have these new, like if you go to the movie theater, they sell these little like shakers of flavors and they have like ranch and jalapeno. And yeah. Get you one of those, throw it on your popcorn at the movie theater. You will not be upset. Ranch and jalapeno? No, different flavors. Like they have different little shakers. Do they have the cheddar caramel they shaker? Do. They do. No. Dude, cheddar oh. caramel is good, man. Hey, bro. Will you not knock it? Go get Cheese you back. caramel. Go get you back. Okay, kettle corn is like the most boring bong. Yeah, exactly. Delicious. It is good. What I do you... Don't, oh, stop. Okay, oh, hold on. Oh, my goodness. Like, we get all, out of my we face all appreciate a little chocolate drizzle popcorn. Am oh, I yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Thank you. It's like it's, moose crunch or something like that. You ever had that where it's like... It's just too complicated. Moose crunch. It's good. I didn't know we were allowed to talk about <laughs> stuff like this on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bag of all right. Uh one final question. I mean question. yes, but one final question for you before I get there, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Oklahoma Shirt Company. They are an amazing, an amazing company. Now yeah. here's the deal. So I'm going to the bachelor party this weekend. So where in the world is Jay Mont San Diego? <laughs> going back to Ufala tonight. Wow. So here's what we did is we did shirts. We did Yetis, laser printed Yetis. You know where we got all that from? Oklahoma shirt company. How much company. money do you have? Lasers. Don't worry about it. He's got lasers. I didn't pay for them all. Like, what are you crazy? So anyway, they're not that bad, man. Get out of my life right Yetis? now. So Oklahoma shirt company. These are expensive. They are. Think of all the food you have to buy and like the size of that cage. Any sort of. Where do you even keep a Yeti? Any in, a, in my laser cage. Oh, I gotcha. Any sort of marketing needs you have, they're going to hook you up. You want to do shirts. Also, we've said this before, but if you're a nonprofit or a church and you have a need for a shirt, they have special pricing for nonprofits, and they will ship them across the world forever. Yeah. <laughs> startled me. Oh. Um, but they're going to hook you up. So OklahomaShirtCompany.com. They also have their shirt of the month in Oklahoma, Texas, and Kansas. So check them out. If you live in those states, they'll send you a themed shirt every single month and an introductory shirt just for signing up. Ten bucks plus taxes and shipping. Check them out. OklahomaShirtCompany.com. Support the people that support us. Boys. Are you right? Are you prepared? and peeved. Luke will never listen to this either. Uh, no, he doesn't listen to he doesn't listen to anything basketball related. Anything he's not on, that's for sure. <laughs> Gosh, that's the truth. <laughs> Burn. Uh, boys, you miffed? You yeah, peed? Last what was it? Saturday, I was sweeping my back porch and my wife walks out and she's like, Oh my gosh, there's a giant bug on your back. You need to get it. Get it, get it. And I freak, and I like did something to my arm where I like tried to slap it, but I like reached my arm in such a weird way. <laughs> Dislocated your shoulder. I pulled a muscle so bad <laughs> trying to slap this bug on my back, and it is probably ninety percent healed now. But like, I went and tried to work out on Monday morning. Like, I it hurt so bad I couldn't like run. I'm like, whoa! I 
what have I done? What have I done to myself trying to slap a bug off my back? I was, I was so, I've been so miffed about Just it. Just for the listeners who don't know, Andrew runs on all fours on the treadmill. <laughs> That's why it was hurting. He it just felt so sore. Like, like I was, I just felt so sore. I was like, I just can't do this. I was like, so, just for clarification, he runs with his hands as well. <laughs> Andrew runs in all fours on the treadmill. <laughs> If you would like to join me. Hey, I'll say this. I'm grateful and blessed. You know why? No. Tayshawn's here in person. I know. I appreciate you, dog. I appreciate you, boys. You should move back. Well, this is good I'm marked and parved. Why don't you just commute, man? Get up oh. at 4? Get on the road before 30? Yeah, it's really not that much of a difference, I guess. <laughs> I'm marked and parved. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Yesterday, driving somewhere. Car in front of me, something falls out of like the truck bed, mm-hmm. and there's a car right next to me, so I can't swerve out of the way, so I have to run over it. What okay? was it? I have no idea. So I run over it, and it's like, oh, that is the worst. And then after, I'm like, you couldn't oh have my swerved God. like into the shoulder, onto the shoulder. No, dude, it was. It, I'm talking bang bang play here. You got to make a decision, man, when you're on the court. Bang bang, bang. <laughs> We're talking Mike Breen, bang. <laughs> And uh, so then this happens. I'm like trying to feel like, is the car broken? Like what's going on? Yeah. And I can feel that something's dragging. So I think, oh, this thing's stuck underneath. So I pull over in this church parking lot, get down underneath the thing. I have no idea what I drove. It's over. a briefcase full of money. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's stuck underneath my no, car. It's, pa- it's pants. Someone pooped their pants. No, no. <laughs> oh, so gosh. I get down. So I get down and look underneath pants, the but thing. they were on a person. <laughs> there was a person <laughs> stuck. No, so the the thing wasn't under my car anymore, but what it did was like destroy the plastic casing that like keeps mud and stuff from getting up there. Yeah. So it's just this mangled mess of plastic that I'm dragging in the street. I was so Did you mad. have to go get it fixed or anything? I just no, dude, I, I just cut it, it off cuz yeah. can't have it dragging around. So I yesterday, so it it's rained. Bad. We had Oklahoma is so dude. It, awful. it was crazy yesterday, it rained, especially how you weather, are. Man. It rained like four inches in three minutes. It, it was crazy. Like. I was drenched. But, but what I don't know how this happens. I guess I could probably think about it and actually like formulate a theory. But oh no, my wife is calling. When me. it rains, it creates gigantic potholes all over the city for mm-hmm. some reason. And I'm driving just just down the street. I hit a pothole. In my truck, so hard, I felt like, I'm not kidding, I thought my will, like, I thought my car was just going to split in half, like, just fall apart. And this is my truck, like, it's a gigantic truck. Yeah. Got big old tires. Got big old thing, dude. And it hit that pothole, and I was so murfed and perfect, dude. Dude. What what are our streets made of? Salt? Apparently. Just dissolved? (laughs) Yes, like, just dirt, dirt. (laughs) Hey, listen, one more time, June 20th. Thunder Draft Party. Check oh, us out. Banquet Cinema, 6 o'clock. Huge prize. com. You can sign up for a mock draft, and we're going to have an awesome time together. So June 20th, make the plans. If you haven't done it yet, you need to make the plans. Be there. Be square. Thanks for listening to our pod. Sorry, I'm just really struggling today. <laughs> hey, Taylor, do you have anything you want to say? Uh, hey, you can actually hear all the music now. I know it kind of ruins it for me. It's kind of like not being able to hear it. Now just come up to it. Like last week, I asked you a question. I know. What was it? What was I talking about? Grow up. Yeah, you grow up. Okay.